A quick word here from our sponsor of the month. For the month of December, our sponsors are Fox and Hounds Dog Walking and Pet Visiting Services. If you want your dog walking, if you want your dog taken to the vet, or if you just want someone to come sit with your dog so they're not lonely, Jules has it covered at Fox and Hounds. Check her out on Facebook, Fox and Hounds Dog Walking and Pet Visiting Services, or you can drop her an email, which is jules at foxandhoundsdogwalking.co.uk. Thank you, Jules, for offering your services for this month. One more time, our sponsor of the month for December is Fox and Hounds Dog Walking and Pet Visiting Services. Thank you, guys, and on with the episode. No, it's right. Keep going, keep going. (laughs) Carry on, go on. I'll do this. So many people you got tuning into this then? Uh, We're we're reaching towards a thousand downloads a month. It's not bad bad at all. We started off with around two hundred. We've been going for a year, and it's steadily just been climbing. And uh, we've, uh, you know, we've really like started to it's only like the last couple of months people have started to really like kind of really get in touch with what we're doing and we thought being part in the town around the people um in in here would really help and it really has it really has i mean we we uh we got recognized and put on the the monopoly board the shoesby monopoly board i noticed yeah Yeah, i've seen it in the shops yeah 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 so we're 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 part of that waterstones were doing a big display of it yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I think I saw it there. Mm-hmm. So, can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, I can hear. I can hear. So we've got Kevin Horak. Who's a Horak? 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 It's been called many things, but Horak. <laughs> Horak generally does it. Sort of Czechish descent. It's really? Like, yeah. Apparently, he's Colin Smith of Jones. Um, oh, right. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's lots of Horaks world over, but mine's H O R E K. But there's double R's and double C's. Oh, uh, okay. Lots of K's, so... I've got a friend, uh, he doesn't mind me shouting him out, uh, Matt Rubis. Rubis. Yeah, he's one of the most English guys you'll ever meet. And I was just like, where's that name come from? He's like, I think it's Czechoslovakian, I don't know. Yeah, he does. Sounds like something out of a Potter novel, doesn't he? Has he got any special skills, talents, Uh, wizardry? He he is a bit of a wizard, actually. Yeah. Can you say what sort of wizard or is it? No, he's not really. I mean, he's just, he's one of the, <laughs> he's my old friend. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit. Thank you for, you know, uh, messaging me and be like, I want to talk about my book because actually uh, you brought us in a copy of this book and it looks fantastic. Mm. Um, Thank you. Uh, Mildred the Cat Lady. The crazy, Mildred the Crazy Cat Lady. Let's say it properly, Alex. Yeah, you got to say it properly. Yeah, and who designed the cover for this? Um, it's an artist I've worked with. This is my fifth book. And this is an artist I've worked with for some years. And um, he's helped me out on a couple of my other books. And what I did is I wrote him a brief, like an art brief. He's not from around here. And I sent him photography, actually not of Shrewsbury, but of specifically of buildings and designs that sort of... Typically, sort of Tudor, Georgian, yeah. yeah, from the Georgian period, Tudor period, and he came back with the initial first designs. I just thought, you know what, that looks like wild card, and 
And he, and that's just from the brief, yeah. just from photography, not of Wild Cop. And so as I saw the uh, initial designs, thought we, we are going with that. That's, well, that's, that's what I, when I was just looking at that, I was thinking, <clears throat> is that the Wild? That looks like the Wild Cop. It, 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 it does from an, like maybe an earlier time. Yeah, yeah. Before you had cars. Yeah, true. Mm. Which is quite posh here, isn't it? You, you could buy like free bounties and galaxies yeah, and what else we've got here. Break out the humbugs. That's humbugs. What humbugs, yeah. Well, there's there's... The thing is, I have to stay away from those humbugs because otherwise I'm. Yeah, I can't even be able to talk to you. Do we get like a free scotch as well? Or is it, it's, just, <laughs> it's just humbugs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. One day, one day right. when we have our own like biscuit enterprises. <laughs> when you're all big and grown up. Yeah, we'll have our own distillery. Speaking of being, being big and grown up, we were just looking at your website actually. Oh. Uh, mm. And. Your where it says famous faces on your right. website, yeah, that got me intrigued because yeah. you you're with like Michael Jack. Is it are these genuine pictures of you with people? I didn't. I'm useless at Photoshop, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why because somebody want to photograph Photoshop themselves next to. It's just unbelievable. Someone, you're with you know. like some of the biggest names in the world, like mm. you know. It was yeah. yeah. What was that all about then? What, what, where, what? Well, you, you know, I was very much in two minds about putting those things on onto the website yeah. and. But now, since I kind of retired from that business two, two and a half years ago to write full time, mm-hmm. and I kind of DJ and stuff at weekends. And then when I meet people through writing and DJing and things like that, and if, if the former business is ever mentioned, and they just kind of say, oh, you should put something shot. And I was really not too sure about it, which is why I kind of ripped the what's it out of myself on the commentary. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, just the, it's not going like, hey, look at me. It's just like, well, this is actually just something I did in the past. You know, so. it, it does add a bit of a claim to you, though, you know, the fact that you've, you've got this experience, you know, being around that sort of world. So, you know. About 20 years, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 20 years. So what was that what you were doing then? What, is this just through the, the DJing thing then, or...? Like when, well, when no, 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 I ran a bodyguarding business for bodyguarding. Oh, that's oh, interesting. That's the link. What, what do you think I was doing standing next to him looking serious? Yeah, I know. Smiling. I, I mean, Michael Jackson, you do look like you're about to, you know. Well, actually, I, that should be an advert for Weight Watchers. I'm like about four stone. <laughs> I must admit, when I looked there, at this, I, I just, thought, is this linked to your DJing? But now you've just said bodyguarding with the people that you're with. Yeah, you are. You can see it. There, there, is, there is one picture of with someone when we had a night off and we. Uh, is that the one with Pamela? That's a smiley. Oh, looking. actually, oh, that that was a different night. No, it was, <laughs> it was, um, I think I had a serious face there. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That's, unfortunately, you can't sort of yeah. smile and look happy. It's a yeah. very, very, very serious business. But yeah, 20, 20 years I did that for, 17 years running my own firm. Oh, wow. Um, so that's a really interesting thing to talk about, because I know, obviously, you can't say too much about who, who you work for and what they were like, but... No, I wouldn't. You, no. No, mm. you, you see a different side to these, a you know, human side to these celebrities. I mean, all we see is the, the music, the press conferences, the waves, and but you mm. get to have these human conversations with these with the, with the celebrities that you've been working with, I guess. I think there's a lot more two than that and I think celebrity is just one thing but yeah, exactly. the other yeah. as- aspects of the business it was the corporate side and I've worked with politicians for a long time yeah. so I spent a lot I spent quite some years sort of working at Westminster and um, I'm not too sure if I'd like to be there now mm. since this whole political mess yeah. I don't really want to make this a political broadcast no, no. of course but, not no. um, I don't know if that would be an interesting place to work at right now or not mm. I, I, if, if, if I was still there I'm not too sure whether it would be interesting or not I, mean, it's, I think it's just politics wild, at the moment frankly a little embarrassing sort of tearing your hair out at the moment <clears throat> well, I, have, I have no hair left have <laughs> 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 you not paid attention sorry, I mean, start I, I, tearing I, your beard I, out you say, yeah actually the beard's getting a bit grey now I'm getting, older, getting on a bit I'm, I've, uh, these are the last couple of days of the moustache by the way the moustache is going because I feel like I look like Mario's evil twin brother or something I hate it you're into the biscuit thing 
weekend doesn't work out, you could probably be a waiter at Broadside. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you can look like maybe a 70s porn star. I mean, you grow that down yeah, a little the 70s bit. Yeah, that's exactly it does, what it is. It does remind me of... Um, I don't, can you speak frankly on this, or does this have to get edited? Yeah, we are a family show, but... We're a family show. Okay. We can get away with that, we can so get away we'll, with we'll that. we'll call it adult entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it could be a backup career, just, <laughs> just saying, dude. Well, you know, it has been on my mind. I mean, no, we're not going down there. <laughs> Just remind it's me. It's always of- on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate interviewing people. I'd just rather be out there with your moustache. And- yeah. yeah. I'm just going to be a, 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 one of those statues, you know, those on the other side. Just. Look you could be, my, a, look at stash, look could at be stash, a new Shrewsbury statue. I, I deserve money just for the moustache, yeah. right? Well, we got, da- we got Darwin. I mean, you kind of. I'm mm. against it there. I think you're going really mm. to go to do something with that moustache if you've got uh, a, a statue. I need to do. I need, I definitely can't wait to get rid of it. All, all I can, that's all I can say. It's for Movember, obviously, and a lot of the mm. the you know the things that Movember illustrate. You know, with more about the, this this thing where guys have got to be blokes. You know, you've got to be strong, and you've got yeah. to. Uh, I'm more. I'm really passionate about trying to get guys out there to talk about your feelings. Actually, and you know, it doesn't have to be this alpha male thing all the time, because I think it's uh, it's quite toxic. Would you know? Um, mm. I had no idea what we were going to talk about today, so we just. We just roll and see what yeah. happens. And, but I think that's such a good point that you're making, and about masculinity, which is a very confusing thing these days, mm-hmm. and it can be quite toxic. And there's a there's a group on Facebook which I'm a member of called the AF Gang, yeah. which um, within that group, well, it's, it's male and female. There's about twenty thousand people in it, but it's one of the only groups on Facebook that actually. Where you can discuss these things and you won't get criticised for it, mm. okay. and it's actually it's kind of quite a useful thing. And a lot of people they will, will talk about things that are bothering them. And if you put it on your your personal Facebook page, then people either ignore it or just say mm. that you just sort of man up type yeah. thing or yeah. get over it. Mm. And, you know, and uh, with this particular group, with the AF gang, they uh, every they all have something in common, which is a love of the punk band Idols. Oh, and yeah. so then that kind of brings. You know, I'm a big, fan of punk and metal and so yeah. it, it kind of brings everyone together but it's a useful thing and there you can kind of almost vent or talk about what it is and people would listen it is important because i mean i was looking at something uh, on facebook yesterday it was two uh two players from the Man- manchester united women's team oh, and right. i went in on the comments which is probably a really bad thing to do and all you get is this toxic masculinity mm. a dangerous uh, thing you did right there yeah, yeah it's the worst i mean it is, a, it is the worst thing because i'm i'm, I'm i i I've got a lot of empathy. Mm. So like when I see things, I'm like, ooh, how dare you? What, <laughs> like, what were yeah. we talking about? They were just talking about how they, they, they wouldn't, they, they, they have no interest in women's football. It's not a real game. Blah, blah, blah. It's all the bloke, 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 yeah. bloke. I'm like, oh, come on, come off it. Like, you know. I think, the, I think that women's football's changed enormously. It has changed massively. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I, think 80, I think it was 80,000 at the last England women's Actually, game. Actually, almost as much as, I think, if not the same as mm. the men's. Isn't yeah. It? So, yeah, it's a ridiculous yeah, comment. It is ridiculous. <laughs> well, let's talk about you. Uh, you went, so you've been, this great career, what it looks like, of doing bodyguarding. Um, where did you, so you went from there to sort of doing DJing after that? No, uh, no so I ran the, uh, the, the bodyguarding business for 17 years, and about two and a half years ago, I think it had gone as far as it could go, yeah. and cut a long story short, um, the whole, uh, you wouldn't think a business like that would be, fa- would be affected mm. by economics. Yeah. But it was irrespective of what you're doing it for, and and looking at threat and risk, it still would be deemed as a luxury service. And mm. so there were cutbacks within the industry and there were very good competitors. I mean, it's a very cutthroat business. It's a very difficult business. And 
generally speaking, competitors don't really talk much to each other. Um, but you, there, there is a mutual respect, and actually, some of, some of my very good competitors started disappearing who'd been in business for years, and that was kind of the sign that there was a, a change of things. And so I kind of felt that the business had gone as far as it could go. Yeah. And in the background of that, I had my I had my record label um, for. 11, 11 and a half years, called wow. A Wolf at Your Door. And so I, I sold that to another independent label, um, Dare South, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, based in Camden, and that, the, the label still goes under new owners. And, um, and had a little fashion business, which I then also went down south. And, and uh, so kind of what was, what was left, and but I, at that stage I'd already written four books, and I thought, actually, you know, I really want to write, and mm. so, but do something different. So what's, what, in terms of your <coughs> books then, because you say you've already written four, so yeah, this, this one's is, the fifth. It's fifth, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I haven't read, I'm going to, com- hands up, completely honest, the other four, is there a theme, are they fiction, <laughs> are they well, non-fiction? Well, there's definitely a theme, but the problem is you, you kind of just said it was a family Broadcast, so oh, okay. I'll, 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 I'll be careful how I go about this because uh, yeah, there's definitely a theme. Um, so I wrote my first book, I think 2007, which was just called The New Bodyguards, which was a book about the bodyguard in business, but yeah. about the about the lifestyle. It doesn't talk about clients or anything about the the uh, dedication yep. and the, the 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 training and everything involved in licensing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I was never happy with it, so I, I revisited that again in 2010. So it was the same title, but a complete rewrite with a different ISBN code. So effectively, it was two books. Okay. And then I wrote two adult comedy books, and one of them, this is where I had to choose my words carefully, one of them last year got into the top 500 bestsellers on Amazon, and it was called Jim, and it's a word that rhymes with banker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I've got to be careful. I don't repeat that too many times because the word banker and the other words can go together in tandem quite yeah. easily. You you sent um, me an invite to the group yesterday or the, the page oh, of I? that, yeah. and I was like, uh, "What's this?" <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's really it's um, a potty mouth tirade of. Um, do you know? I think I've got a copy of it here, and that, that doesn't help anyone who's listening, but it will kind of give you guys a flavor of it um but yeah it was kind of a potty mouth tirade of if you go into the gym and you see these incredible people who are very special and but then in in doing that and from a lifetime of being in the gym you could kind of work out that maybe you are a gym banker as well (laughs) (laughs) i'm now thinking of uh, like bus Banker. We, uh, well, it's, it's funny you should say that because that was oh, the follow-up. Isn't it bus stop? Uh, and, um, right, actually, this is, a very I've dam- got it. this is a very damaged copy because it's been in my bag for a while. But it'll give you an idea. And within that book, there are 60 different types of bankers. <laughs> this is more difficult than it sounds. Uh, uh, this isn't live. You can edit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so there's 60 different type of bankers from the sweaty banker, um, long socks, Banker. <laughs> you should see the effort he's going through right now not to swear. The, uh, the Donald Trump hair manoeuvre banker. Oh, my God. And uh, it, it's uh, an, an vomiting banker. And, and, and it goes on 
and on and on. And uh, I think I can say this pubes banker. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know, it is, it's. Um, I'm looking at them all now. Yeah, that, that's, is this the, a, your grading a, level? This is a lot. Of, there's a lot of bankers. And there is. So I love the font, you, by the way. What you do, thank you. What you do is you have there's 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 a banker scale. So what you do is, if you've been in the gym for a long time, or even if you haven't, you will be a banker. There's no doubt about it. Actually, this is getting quite easy. I can do this. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to ask me questions about this. And so um, I class myself as a level three class banker. Oh, okay. Uh, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is actually is an amateur effort on the gym banker scale because you could be a level 10 Maximus I was going to say Maximus. Banker. Bankimus. Bankimus. Maximus have... Bankimus. Um, like, despite my uh, my stature right now, I used to go to the gym quite a lot. I used to. Okay. Uh, there was a good year in my life where I was there. Oh, so you, so you you be go to you be uh, a go to the gym twice in January, Bankimus. <laughs> At the moment, yeah. We're back in the I'll day. I'll start uh, my diet next week, Bankimus. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to get yeah, this. That's where I am right yeah. now. There was uh, there was this guy that used to go to my gym. I used to call him Hulk because he was massive. Yeah. Hulk. Well, Hulk. Oh, Hulk. I thought yeah. said Hulk. Uh, and uh, he was like he was. He, he had these like 58s. Look at that one. Which one's that? You'll have to show <laughs> that to that, me. That one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Failure. Get Edit. out. Go and stand Edit. in the corner. The banker's banker. The banker's, the banker's banker. banker. That's easy to say. It's really hard. What's the matter with you? Right, that's it. You're done now. Get out. You're fired. Out. Get out. You can edit that, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. Um, and you get like so this this guy Hulk he was he was like he was um, he was curling fifty eights or something and I was he put them down and I was getting my twelves or whatever it was I was getting and I was like oh my god respect man they're big and he looked at me and he just went Hur. he just like this really awkward smile and oh, like laugh and oh, I was just he, like, he's the groaning banker oh yeah. yeah he was one of these yeah. that's like uh, and yeah. then drop him on the floor boom or yeah. that's slam the dumbbells banker yeah I mean there, there, there was a, so, so the thing is he's already checked he's already checked off at least two yeah. banker scales <laughs> and so you know ideally there's, you, know, you work out how big a banker you are <laughs> And it's actually quite a useful thing. And then if you achieve a level 10 banker scale, you then put it on your CV. Ah. Just say, you know, I can do this and I got this degree and I did that. And That's brilliant. I, I, went, I went on here and got a free bounty. They didn't offer me a coffee, mind, but I got a free bounty. <laughs> you offered me a glass of water. It's yeah, not true. the same. Sorry. It's not the same. I was thinking hot drinks and electrical equipment. <laughs> I took, what did you think I was going to do? Throw it at you. I have no idea. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. I forgot what you were saying. Do you want a coffee? No, I was only joking. <laughs> well, actually, it might be a good idea then. She'll stop swearing on air. Yeah. Goes, Don't. I feel bad about that now. <laughs> there, there is a certain gym etiquette, and like with Facebook and the memes, is and the, there, I think so because like really? there's there's the Mrs. Texty Texty. Get off the machine if you're not using. Oh it. yeah, the phone banker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's the, the sweaty not using a towel on a machine. Oh, that that really bugs me. Yeah. yeah there's, there was a, there was a gym in town uh-huh. and. Um, there was this, this this guy that used to go in there, and he was like a sweat machine. And also, he was one of those guys who had like really hairy shoulders. So uh, even after he's, he's he's done his CV and he's done his <laughs> he's done his thing, it's just like it's like a spider on each shoulder, which mm. kind of reflects in the light, <laughs> and it's it's not a good look. Uh-huh. It, it, it it really isn't. And then so he'd be sweating his bits off. <laughs> Making a mess all over the bloody machine, and then he'd have a flannel, you know, like a flannel size of the, what's that? Yeah, Big, not much bigger than a typical four. flannel, yeah. yeah. And then he'd just wipe his forehead, leave it all the sweat all oh. over the machine, walks off with his shiny shoulders, 
And you just kind of think, dude, can you not see what we're seeing? Yeah. You know. Probably not. <laughs> so uh, how did you go from Jim Banker... Oh, well done. ...to Crazy Cat Lady? Well, I didn't. I went from Jim Banker to Driving Banker. That was, that was the sequel. <laughs> Right. I don't have a copy of that with me. And, I would and, love to, to read Driving Banker. I'm going to read all of them. Well, there's, a, there's only the two because it, it gets depressing in life when you write about bankers too much <laughs> this, and, and realising that actually you are one yourself. This reminds me of a book I read when I was younger called How to Be an Idiot. And it gave you like okay. a, a guide on how to park like an idiot, how to do this thing like an idiot, how to do that thing. Like, and it, like, it was basically like tongue-in-cheek. Like, well, think, I think, but they're effective self-help books, don't you think? <laughs> do you know what? The, 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 the Jim Banker book, this, this guy, he's, he's wrote a review on Amazon. Cheers. He wrote a review on Amazon about it. And uh, I'm trying to remember the exact words. And he put, why is this not an international bestseller? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, dude, but go on, go on. And anyway, but he said this to he said, I bought this for my girlfriend for Christmas last year. As in that one, the gym yeah, one? Yeah, the, the, the gym one, yeah. And uh, he said, I bought this for my girlfriend. We split up. So she didn't get the book. So I read it. And I was meant to spend all last Christmas and New Year in tears, but I wasn't. I was in tears of laughter <laughs> because it's, it's one of the best things I've ever read. Excellent. And um, it, it, I felt that, you know, that's a self-help book. I got yeah. him through his depression, his breakup, by reading about gym bankers. That's really cool, now, if, he, if he'd written, the, if, if, if he'd actually read the driving one, then if you're not a gym banker, yeah. then you, 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 chances are you are a driving one. Yeah. I mean, I've already seen a couple just coming into town. <laughs> and, you know, so... What, go on. Do you know what? Speaking of that, I have had the worst morning ever yeah. I was coming into the car park behind me and I scratched my rear wheel arch coming on the wall I was like I'm the best I'm the best parker you'll ever meet I lo- I'm really intricate with it but that on what that one occasion I've scratched my car and I'm so disappointed in myself I'm so annoyed it's done isn't it with the driving one I just thought okay what can we do here and so there's 69 yeah. um, different bankers in, in that one and what this does is instead of you getting out the car when somebody really grinds your gears, instead of getting out and just knocking them out, it is actually, do you know what? This is actually going to stop my road rage. Mm. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tick off that I've seen you and I've met <laughs> I you. I was going to ask that. Brilliant. And, you know, I haven't broke your nose or kicked your lights in. I, actually, what I've done is I've just gone, I've looked at you and went, You're going in my book. <laughs> you're, you, know, you may well give me the middle digit. <laughs> But you are a banker, son. And not just that, I've earned points for spotting you. And so off he goes thinking, oh, I've had a great day. Well, in fact, you know what? I've had better. I've had better. I might not have knocked you That's out. That's what's going to happen now, isn't it? You know, it's going to be, it's like I Spy for Adults. Well, we're and, definitely going to you know, get that book and we're, then we're going to yes, put that challenge we'll play to each other. We're, we're, we'll play it. We're, we're going to have to, like, I'm going to have to get some sort of like merit certificates for actually for somebody who spots all 69 yeah i i work nights yeah. in telford and so in the morning especially monday mornings monday mornings are the worst <coughs> yeah. I, I drive from telford to shrewsbury and down that a5 you see so many uh bankers yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not as, we're not as good as you Kevin. We're well, see, the thing is, about that. this is the first time i've ever had a chat about bankers <laughs> <laughs> I had a really late night last night as well. I see the bags under my eyes. And so I think I'm handling this all right. Yeah, yeah you we're, are. We're, we're, doing, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. So is that how you did this gym thing then? You were at the gym and you just noting down these things or did you go and do a bit of research? No, actually, no, no. In classic gym banker style, I was in a pub and um, <laughs> with a mate and he was describing this guy in the gym. And he just said, God, that guy, he's such a banker. And I just thought, do you know what? 
Yeah, he is. And I just thought, and then I started saying to him, do you know, I saw this guy doing this. And particularly short shorts banker. That, that's just a really sort of, <laughs> that, that, that is um, a very distracting in a very negative way of masculinity when you see the guy walking through the gym and being short shorts banker and then thinking that he looks like an amazing dude where actually he just looks like a banker. Oh and, and so, and then he goes and talks to all of the women and of course they're looking at him saying, didn't think you were actually into women anyway because look at those. <laughs> it's a very confusing time, very confusing place. So I came up with Short Shorts Banker and then like this, this guy... Uh, and, and he started talking to me he said oh I've read your book it's brilliant and he didn't realise that he was short shorts banker <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so just are these like, little personal victories for you though <laughs> when you see someone that you've put in your book and they don't know it you... yeah if they are an enormous banker <laughs> I, I think it's this is one of the things now this is one of the things this is very important for anybody who's an author or who wants to be an author his, his lesson in life never upset authors because we will write about you <laughs> Okay, and so uh, and that and that's and, and that's an undeniable fact because you are giving us life experience, <laughs> and if you are a banker, chances are at some point going to write about you. Yeah. And so, um, so it wasn't sort of a, a mental victory or anything, unless they were an enormous banker and you just kind of like think, you know. Ricky Gervais, I think it was, that was said something like that. He said, like, don't annoy me because you'll be in one of my shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, right. I'll, 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 I'll write a character based on you. I, I, <laughs> you. I, I didn't know that, but that is so, so true. So uh, true. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So going from the, these brilliant books, by the way, I mean, we've done this very short notice, this last thing, so I haven't had a chance to like, research everything, but I'm so, mm. these things I know where I'm going when I get Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for these books. You're going to Amazon and then you're going straight to the gym and work out how big a bank you are. Yeah. <laughs> No. Well, right, you can look at other people and just have to sit there and have a Mars bar and a pint. And you go, this is the thing. This is the thing with commercial gyms as well. They're bars in them, and so yeah. you're just like, oh, do you want a protein shake? No, I'll have a Guinness. Cheers. Yeah. yeah I just burnt fifty calories, <laughs> so let me have four hundred calorie Guinness, large, with a, with a Scotch chaser. And with some so nachos. It's just, it's, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, why not? We'll have, um, like, I'll have, yeah, I'll have some nachos, but can, I won't have extra salt because I'm in the gym. <laughs> I won't put sugar on them. I've got a friend. Have you got, like, diet cheese? <laughs> I've got a friend, Gareth, who runs marathons. He goes everywhere, and every, whenever he does a run, he'll go to the pub afterwards. I'm like, oh, fair play. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, basically, he's a marathon banker. Yeah, next time, <laughs> have you got one for cyclists. Next, next, oh yeah, oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they're in the driving banker. Along with caravan banker, and in fact, because it's I'm trying to remember the full title of my own book, and that daft. Yeah. <laughs> driving banker, observations in your banker chariot. <laughs> Sending caravans to France and creating a new religion is the subtitle. And so that's because, you know, you know when you see those stickers, like they say, yeah, God is my passenger. Oh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or um, powered by fairy dust. <laughs> <sighs> and then you've got... Um, my other car is a Porsche or something. <laughs> oh, oh, there's Porsche banker in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, Porsche banker's in there. Um, and then it's um, ch I've got child on board. Why do people say I've got... Why would they... Why, I've got child on board. 
I wasn't going to drive into you. Well, why are you advertising that you don't want me to drive into you? What's the difference? I haven't come out to have a crash today. I'm not, I'm not in the Volvo. With, like, with extra padding and we can crash it and everyone will be safe. Well, I will be. You know, I, just, I just don't get it. So why, why advertise? Why advertise? Mm. I've got a child on board. So what? You produced. Well done. You got laid. Awesome. Don't care. I just don't care and you know I, I just and in fact, if I, if I, I might crash into you because I'm eating your bloody sticker instead of you actually keeping an eye on the road I just, <laughs> what's, um, what's it all about humans are weird mm. they are strange they are strange you must have a section for good Beamer drivers because there is that one I saw one the other day that and he was he was so good he was like behind me I was thinking oh he's going to be at my backside mm. and he wasn't yeah. and then he like indicated and everything and I was like oh wow <laughs> They do exist. The, the, the uh, yeah, the, un, the godly Beamer driver, the one, the one true Beamer driver. Maybe know. somebody just nicked it and thought, you know, I don't want to create attention, but in fact, they actually did by driving it too well. Yeah, too well. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's an unmarked police car. Oh, actually, they often don't indicate either. No. Oh, coppers often don't indicate. Do you know what? Actually, um, the, the driving book, uh, a copper wrote to me through my website the other day uh-huh. and bought it for another copper and wanted me to sign it personally with some abuse about what a banker driver he was. And he obviously, he obviously goes out there and nicks guys on the motorway. Oh, right. Okay, and yeah. So, yeah the, 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 Traffic the, the, cop, the, then, yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess. And they kind of, the, the unit had bought this book for him and they wanted this personal inscription. So, police, if you're listening, you, are, that not, you are not exempt from, you can be bankers as well at times. Or he's part of the armed response unit. <laughs> well, I, I, I would hope not, because what I had to write was not very uh, complimentary. Okay, so, uh, it was suggest he wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> didn't quite make it into that division then. Oh, uh, no, no. Oh, no, no. He, he's second league. He ain't Premier League. I think that's maybe the thing. He's just too much of a probably banker. not wise to poke fun at guys that carry MP5s. <laughs> no, true. No, yep. no, no. Otherwise, we'll you have, otherwise, you have to be the very fast banker, don't you? <laughs> yeah. So going from these books to writing something that is based in Shrewsbury, I guess you've had to do some research, like proper research. What, what makes you think the bankers aren't based in Shrewsbury? I mean, they're everywhere. <laughs> Seriously. I could send that to my, my best friend in Vermont and he would he would understand, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Whereas this one is, um, it's ba- you said it's based mm. in Shrewsbury. Mm. Um, where'd you go from writing these brilliant satirical books to, yeah. to, to this? Um... I think a very vivid imagination. Yeah. 20 years of listening to thrash metal and drink too much. And I think you put the whole lot together and you come up with a book where cats can talk to each other. I mean, it makes common sense, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> I work with politicians as well. No wonder it's all messed up. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, basically, it's, it's, you can see it's a big book. It's yeah. 155,000 words long. It took 13 months to write. Actually, it's a very serious book, oh, whereas the other, the other books are obviously clearly not serious. Yeah. This actually is uh, Young Adult to Adult. It's the first time I've written commercial fiction because the banker books are fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. And so um, this is, it's got some of my personal interests in it. And so it goes back to the times of ancient Egypt and mythology and bringing those things from Greek, early Greek periods mm. and from uh, Egyptian periods and bring it straight into the heart of Shrewsbury, which was a really difficult thing to do. And so Mildred uh, is this lovely lady who leaves a very innocent, very plain and boring life. Nothing going on, not of any attention or interest to anyone, really. And But she's given this cat by a complete stranger. But the cat is no ordinary cat. 
and she's encouraged to join this cat club and it's no ordinary cat club and it goes back to the times of ancient Egypt that you've got these extraordinary women who've worked behind closed doors and which is why the, it's K.S. Horak and not Kevin Horak one because it's it's primarily aimed at female readers uh-huh. and also because some of the other things that I've written really don't tie together um, and Mildred's kind of brought into this really quite dark world and that's why it's kind of really young adult to adult because it it does deal a lot with life after death and things like that and some of the Egyptian beliefs and things like that and there's references and twists and turns throughout the whole of the story to kind of those periods of time. Was there a a serious sort of research period before you wrote this or did you just just come out of your head? The early phases did, just came out of my head and... um, but it, as it got darker, as, as naturally my, my style of writing would, um, it, I, I tried to think hundreds of hours of research, more possibly, I don't know. And because even just things which might be a paragraph, might only be two lines, three lines, you might spend hours researching mm. to try and make it factually correct. And so what I've done is there are aspects of genuine historical events, and I've taken some of those events, a couple of them, put them in here, and then rewritten some of those things actually to make it suit the story. Yeah. That actually those events happened because of something within this story. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was it was actually it was a really difficult difficult. Thing. I can imagine from my personal experience. I mean, uh, I started writing a book. I always talk about this mm. this this book. One day maybe I'll write it. But the the synopsis is in my my underwear drawer actually. <laughs> but it was based in America in the nineteen. 19- <laughs> I just got a mental picture, did you? Yeah, I'm just like, why did you just say that? I don't know why you said about his underwear drawer. I have to say, I didn't realise men had underwear drawers. I'm very organised. We we, we do, actually, but I was just wondering, is that where he keeps his big boy pants as well? What else is is in there? I I just got this unfortunate... Maybe it was because we were talking about me being an adult entertainer with that moustache you got. I just got this uncomfortable... Don't make me get the synopsis out. (laughs) I'll read it to you. I'll tell you the Anyway, so you were in your... We established he was in his underwear drawer. In your underwear drawer. Well, this story is based in 1920s America, and then it it jumps to like the 90s, the late 90s. So I had to do like research. I had to find a sleepy town in America in the 1920s and base it off that, and then go back to the the late 90s. Well, you're Um, trying to bring sort of prohibition into it. I'll tell you about it afterwards um, because when if I put it on air now, I might get a few complaints uh, because it's quite a, a raw story. Okay. But yeah, yeah uh, the research aspect of things, I, I do, I, I mean, you probably did a lot more because you've actually finished the book, <laughs> whereas mine... Yeah. Whereas in the underwear drawer. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to put this together? 13 months. Really? And is that 13 months of straight writing that's, or...? That's, that's a full-time effort, Monday to Friday. Really? Sometimes get starting at 4am, sometimes finishing <gasps> 4am. But I, I usually write in three, four-hour blocks and then I'm exhausted. It just depends how I kind of feel. Mm-hmm. But in perspective... The, uh, I know we talk more seriously now, but the Jim Banker book took me two weeks. And that was just in the evenings. Because um, uh, I, I was still working then. I was, I was just planning yeah, my yeah, yeah. retirement. I hate saying that word. I sound like an old knacker. But um, from, from the executive protection business. Uh-huh. And um, so in the perspective, and then the driving one took three weeks. Mm. That took 13 months full time to write that story so as a perspective it's yeah, is that with the DJing as well That's well yeah the, the DJing just takes place at the, kind, of, uh, kind of at the weekends yeah, and yeah. it's kind of a bit of a fun thing as well you used to have me record label I just took to it really quickly uh, a couple of friends of mine uh, very active as 
DJs and they kind of trained me uh-huh. and I just kind of took to it so I sort of do VIP events and so play, play a few of the bars in town. I was going to say do you like play that. locally or yeah, um, DJ locally? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a DJ banker at, um, <laughs> at a venue near you, probably. But yeah, I've played at a lot of the venues in town, uh-huh. and but it's it's never kind of as a, as a residency. So you know, whether it being uh, Ashley's platform, Morgan's, um, Albert's Fever. Sure. No, never played at Albert's. Okay. Um, where else? Which is a mental block. AOPO. Um, I'm at the OPO in a couple of weeks' time, I think. And, um, yeah, so quite a few places in town. My mind's just gone blank. Any particular it, sort of music that you're DJing with there? There's what I like to play and mm-hmm. there's what people want to hear. Yeah, of course. And they're two totally different things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, first of all, as somebody who's, who's loved uh, punk and metal from yep. the age of sort of 13, I think I've only ever been w- w- once or twice specifically to play that music. Mm. Um, but actually what I really enjoy playing is... The 90s club classics nice. period, the Ibiza yeah. classics, yeah. Fantasia. Yeah, that's my period. era. Do you, do you cringe at Mr. Brightside? <laughs> because it's everywhere, every time you um, go. And Sex on Fire. <laughs> do you know what? I, I can get on with those. And uh, a friend of mine who's a DJ, you know, if he's playing in town, if I walk in, he does it to annoy me. Um, <laughs> Brian Bloody Asms and Summer of 69 oh. just, just makes me want to chew my own fist. <laughs> um, mm. uh, and Mooney, the DJ, and just walk out in a huff. Mm. And, but yeah, he, he does that if he sees me just to annoy me. <laughs> That bugs me. What else? And it, it's just the, um, oh, the, the the stereotypical stuff. And so, you know, uh, so people do book me specifically to play those sort of club classic Oh, periods. cool. I'll find out when you're next playing. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, but that's usually private bookings because oh, I can't okay. do that in town. Mm. Um, How frustrating. Yeah. People don't know what they're missing. Well, yeah, and this is what, but from, from, from the licensee's point of view, I'm here to sell beer. I'm oh, here to sell yeah, gin or whatever yeah. it is. And if you've got everyone dancing all night, there's mm. no beer sales. And so it's a trade-off. Ah, It is a trade-off. So, you, so as, it's not just DJing and reading the people yeah. and reading who you're playing to. You've it's also got to think of the house. Yeah. Um, before I go, I'll make a note because there's an opportunity where, yeah, I might be able to get you in on a private event mm. that is all the old original Sort of house classics. Oh, I just want to check. Are you performing there with that moustache? Is it, is it <laughs> one of those events? Like no, this is. It's not one of those events. This is linked into the mountain this biking will be world. Long. So. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Um, yeah, don't tell them about my driving anchor book. No, then, I won't. Because there's a, there's no, a cyclist. Don't worry, mountain bikers aren't on the road. They're not. No. no. <laughs> Tucked away in the mountains. This is, this is <laughs> true. Well, if you like, um, send me like an email or a message of, of what you want me to send and I'll send it through, through to you or mm. do it via the, the, do biscuit. the biscuit email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah no problems. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Um, mm. Are you going to shoot now? I, uh, how much time? Trying to get rid of me. Actually, I am well-timed. Yeah, I was thinking, I was <laughs> I conscious of I do need to go. Time. I need to get my lift out of town. So. We'll, um, oh, perfect. We'll carry on for a bit. Perfect. Um, yep. Thank you very much, Julie. No, thank you. And I shall listen to the rest of this, obviously. When, it's, uh, when are we dropping this one through? Uh, Wednesday, I think, I believe. I well, think. after he's done your editing from your bad language, you possibly <laughs> I think you'll find that once. <laughs> <laughs> no. I do it all the time. I do all the time. Awesome. I'm going to sign out now, then. Okay. Ladies. Thank you, Julie. Much love. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, so, so, yeah, DJing. Uh, which, what do you prefer? Is it, is it like a, a, mo- a mood or a mode that you've got to be into to 
right? Which one do you prefer? Is the one, is there a night where you're like, oh yeah, let's go and do some DJing? Or is it like, would you prefer to sit down with a glass of whiskey and write? Uh, What's your favourite thing well, to I, do? I, I'd always rather sit down with a glass of whiskey. I mean, full stop, it was massive. So I love scotch. But, um, much for writing. Yeah. Truth be told. Um, for, for me, with DJing, it's um, who you're playing to. And if people are nice to me, yeah. if the vibe is really good, yeah. fine. But um, if people have been drinking all day and then you're catching them later the night and they're wobbling everywhere and they're collapsing on your gear and stuff like that, my temperament's not so good for that. Yeah. So, um, the, and that doesn't motivate me to the crazy hen do's and things. <laughs> I can imagine. Well, right. So, your book. I love the. I love the idea of this book. I can't wait to get into it. It's out now. It's available now to to buy. Yeah, seven ninety nine, and it's um, available uh, not just through my website kevinhorrock but also uh, Wardstones, Amazon, and in fact Wardstones. As I understand it, it's just given a national account approval for this title, so um, which yeah, which is is, is amazing. So, so they're going to take some doing. Gonna. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it, it's it, it will do really well. How, so. how easy is it just to write a book based in Shrewsbury? It's just so convenient, isn't it? I mean, is this where you from? Are you from Shrewsbury originally? I've lived here since given away my age since nineteen ninety. Yeah. I'm originally from, originally from down south. I met a girl from Shrewsbury and moved up here. Yeah. Um, I've met a couple of authors that I just find it so mm. easy to write about this town because it's just easy to fit in. It's so much to write about, so much to, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's obvious history here. There's, yeah. there's a feel for it everywhere you go. And if you've got that kind of creative thing going on, then I think, I think it is very helpful. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think if, if we, in fact, while writing this book, I would speak to my fiance when we were walking through town and stuff, and and I wouldn't comment on the beautiful architecture. I'd more com- I'd comment more on the awful concrete block that's <laughs> next to that beautiful piece of history, yeah. which uh, it just looks like some sort of sixties disaster. Yeah. And they probably knocked down something beautiful to put it there. Yeah. And it's it's a shame that we've got this amazing architecture here, then surrounded at, at times by these awful concrete blocks but there you go I mean we were talking about uh, <laughs> it sounds like a very boring conversation but it actually sparked like imagination it was talking about the bus station somebody was like we need a, a modern bus station with a glass lift and we need this that and the other and I was like so we, we need a what bus station? Uh, a modern bus oh, station oh modern yeah. alright okay <laughs> something like and I was like mm, would that fit in Shrewsbury then and I was like actually do you know what it might do because Shrewsbury's all about innovation isn't it you know Charles Darwin evolution so mm. I don't know maybe there's some some spot there but you know the, the inspiration Shrewsbury it, it obviously runs through your book um, and you know I've, I want to say thank you for writing this book that's based on this town you know I'm well, sure you, people are going to enjoy it well you've not read it yet you might not like it I don't care <laughs> I don't care it could be the worst book ever but you chose the town to uh, well, you see, inspiration. well Mildred lives in Shrewsbury yeah. and um, the Cat Club which is actually called the Horde of Light um, is a worldwide organisation and Although she meets with them, uh, pyramids are referred to throughout and often through numbers in the book. So Mildred is what's known as the ninth degree elder. Oh, wow. But she doesn't know that. <laughs> and then if you get promoted, you become an eighth degree elder. And every time you got the ranks, you get a new cat. And um, so Mildred just has her one cat, which um, she called her cat Missy. But the cat's real name is Nala because every cat has a real name. And that's part, that's a big theme of this book. 
that why cats, we can't communicate with cats sometimes or they don't seem to want to communicate with you. Yeah. So in actual fact, we don't know their real names. And is there a conspiracy there about what cats are talking about? Is there something like, you, sh- you shouldn't be listening to their conversations? Uh, well, I would hope so, yeah. uh, because that makes <laughs> that makes this book more effective <laughs> if there is a conspiracy. There's this great episode of Rick and Morty. Uh, it was one of my favourite shows where Morty gets this thing where he can hear what animals are sitting talking about you know he can oh, yeah, I've not seen that yeah, it's amazing and he's, he's yeah. going around he's looking at birds and he's looking at dogs and things like that and then he catches the squirrels and they're, they're like planning things in, in Cartagena they're talking about their plans and then they look at Morty he's like is he is that kid listening to us and then they follow him all the way home and as as he's getting closer and closer to home there's more and more squirrels and then he gets he gets home and his grandpa is a scientist is kind of like we need to move planets now we need to get, you mess with the squirrels man. you don't mess with the squirrels <laughs> it's, it's a fantastic in fact we do have a squirrel in this book as well yeah. Sam the squirrel yeah and and uh, yeah, but he's, he's, he's a fantastic. He's a fool. He's a complete fool. Well, guys, make sure you check out this book because I'm going to read the hell out of this. I'm going to start. Well, I think it it should be in stock in Waterstones in town. I've got to pop in there and see them after spoken to you. Yeah. I think within the next couple of days. Uh, okay. Apparently, apparently, yeah, they have ordered it, and so and uh, they they spoke to me on the phone a couple of days ago and said, yeah, it's going to be in the Shrewsbury store. So, and you say it's recommended for young adults to adults. I was very surprised. I wrote it on the basis of young adult to adult, but when we we did the book launch party uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was really good, over a hundred people came. If I'd known you then, obviously, I didn't know yeah, you then. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, over a hundred people came. I gave a speech badly. Uh, my fiance <laughs> did a reading nervously, and and our mayor uh, Phil um, yeah. uh, also gave a speech as well. And but it, it, it was, and we did that at ten and six. Oh yeah. The, yeah, the the champagne bar there, and um, which uh, George, a friend of mine, owns. And um, what was interesting is that uh, adults were buying this book, and then they write it to me some days later and say their kids are like seven, eight, and nine years old have already nicked it off of them and are getting on with it. And I did just say, you do realise there are some dark themes. There's a couple of the characters don't make it to the end. Yeah, and so, and and they said we, they they were fine with that, you know, because uh, if you think about the Potter series also wow. had dark themes and sort of young people are reading that and there's there's, there's no bad language as such within, within I think that it's, it's drip fed as well into kids like I was reading uh, my little boy the gingerbread man run, run as fast as you can oh, yeah, yeah. gets eaten by a fox at the end like that, that just gently kind of introduces well, you, do you know what yeah when you think about old fables and old nursery rhymes and actually we could break it down you ever think about it as a kid you think actually that's quite violent <laughs> that's actually quite scary Rapunzel <laughs> this, this girl's been like, abused and locked in a tower so yeah, no wonder you know. I no wonder I turned out so badly <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's our education Hansel system. and Gretel you know all these stories that are yeah they're quite they are quite morbid when you think about them and uh, so I think that's fine um, and I'm, I'm going to read it I'll let, I'll let you know I'll, I'll, I'll read it and I'll please I'll, do if you yeah, like it yeah. give, it, give it a thumbs has, up on Amazon has this sparked like a, a new inspiration for you is there a new drive now to make something similar to this or are you going to go back to doing the this is the first of a series oh, oh sorry oh really so you've already got it planned out I wouldn't, kind of. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. There were purposely, I mean, it, it, the book was 452 pages long anyway. There are still a lot of things unanswered. And if you wanted to write about this order that goes back to the time of the Egyptians, yeah. it'd be a 3,000 page book, <laughs> which makes it not commercially 
viable. No, no. Nobody's going to buy a book like no. that, particularly from an unknown author uh, like me. So, you know, it's... Um, Put this out with the there's, feelers. There's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of things that are unanswered, and it's nice that a couple of people have already reviewed it on Amazon saying, waiting for the follow-up, and it's just, God, I haven't oh, just finished lovely. this one. And so, yeah, I'm really, really pleased with that. Um, but, you know, it would probably take another year to... So it's to, good that you've had a good bit of feedback as well. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very happy with it. Very happy. Yeah. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us on this show. I mean, I'd love to let people know where they can find you. So obviously the, the website, kevinhorak.com. Yeah, H-O-R-A-K. H-O-R-A-K. <laughs> no double R's or double C's. So yeah, kevinhorak.com, but also, so you can find it at uh, Mildred Crazy Cat Lady, find it at Waterstones, Amazon, the usual. There's a Facebook page places. as well. There is a Facebook page. Yeah. There, there is, yes. Um, I, I think it's just, I think it's Mildred Crazy Cat. Yeah. I think, I can't remember. That's another person. one you invited me to like, and I was like, what is this? Until what? Context, oh, okay. context, keep, context, keep, Alex. Keep, keep him busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us. It's very been welcome. a really nice chat. I think you're a great guy. I think I'd love to get you on again and talk about whatever else you're writing, whatever you're doing, and you know, oh, sure. you've got our support. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. No, thank you. It's been a lot of fun. It's just nice to do something just laid back and just we've never met before no, no so no, we no. talk like we know each other for ages and that's kind of that's kind of a really good thing that's what we specialise in I mean a lot of people come on the biscuit and they're like oh no I can't talk in front of a microphone but you know usually we'd offer you a hot drink <laughs> or something and we're just sitting with chat yeah, like I, I just got bad language off your co-presenter yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Pot, potty mouth potty she's mouth. terrible uh, but thank you very much uh, guys uh, if you do want to check out the book check out what we just mentioned the, the website Facebook Waterstones it's a, it's a really cool book that's based around Shrewsbury and it's got, it sounds like it's got an amazing story uh, and you know drop us your comments uh, what you think about it um, let Kevin know of course first but you know I'd love to be able to chat about this book <laughs> with you guys well, actually I think one of the things I do like about it is actually is the feel of it as well and Bell and Bain in Glasgow made this book they, they printed the book and they're the same company that make all the Game of Thrones books and David Walliams books and things like that and so it's just a, a lovely feel to it and it has a nice smell it has that off the press smell doesn't yeah, it Yeah. which you, you will never get from a print on demand book or something like that I was going to say actually there's there's a bit of a David Walliams sort of feel about the cover because he has, he has that wacky sort of um, well, the fonts that the he font, uses yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. do you want to give your artist a shout as well the guy who did the cover for you yeah he doesn't live he doesn't live around here but I'll tag him in it if, yeah. if you posted something that says Lyndon White yeah and uh, he was also the same guy that did the artwork for on the the Jim Banker the, the Banker books <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much you've been a great guest and we'd love to get you on again we did well we did all of that without swearing we, well <laughs> we did but Julie we did yeah <laughs> you know oh what are we going to do guys this has been a great episode and if you've got any suggestions if you've got any comments make sure you drop us an email our email is shoesbebiscuitpodcast at gmail.com I want to give a shout out to our sponsors who, make, who are making us a beautiful looking website and it's going to launch soon and that's the guys at Web Orchard thank you for all the hard work you're doing because I'm useless at these computers and uh, helping me out with that. So thank you very much. And you, we can catch us next week. And uh, yeah, peace out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.